I'm well, a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain Fun. I guess. Or a captain suit, the show from now on. I don't like the half point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like it. What the hook How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm going to have a coronary. I'm getting too old for this job, but you guys may have won. Upset. If you look back at where the term came from, it was from a horse race. Upset when did you turn a, into Cliff Clavin? I like this job. <laughs> I've had it for a long time, Paul. Last one this is really the chemistry lab. I'm on the verge of next year's Super Bowl. I can't Bowl. help Let what I think. Be honest, Paulie. You're not doing this for <laughs> other people's entertainment. You are truly enjoying this. This is Orange Nation. With Stephen Fonte and Paulie Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Paulie Sibilia. I'm Stephen Fonte. It's the end of the week, Friday edition of Orange Nation. We've got Griffin Cook, senior midfielder for SU Men's Lacrosse on at 1245. Stan Cotton, the voice of the Wake Forest Demon Deacons at 1. And then uh, we're expecting to hear from our good friend John Ryan, professional sports better at 130. Plus, we'll mix in your phone calls throughout at 315-437-7644. We made it to Friday. Yeah. I'm in a good mood today, Steve. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go uh, watch the national championship game with with the team tonight. I'm excited about that. Seems like a really cool event. Yeah, I think there's tickets still available. You can go to QStat.com and find your way to it. Carmelo will be at the game tomorrow. Whoa. I, I learned that. Did he call you and tell you? No. No. Uh, tonight's event closed to the media. So we're hoping that maybe we can I'll catch sneak up. some stuff out to yeah? you. Yeah. Get an exclusive interview for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Send it to me on your phone. I'll be a mole inside the building. Uh, it seems like a great event tonight. And I, and I know that, you know, the, the fans are soured on the season. This is going to be a cool weekend, yeah. though, with, en- with the event tonight weekend. and the uh, the Jersey retirement tomorrow and Hakeem and Jerry and getting their moment. And, and to do so with the whole team back in town, it's um, it's a cool thing. Enjoy the Enjoy the weekend. Put the nastiness aside. I gotta make a match game, Steve. I didn't do it today. I just Jordan just reminded me there's a match game. I got a question. How about uh, who will lead Syracuse in points? Okay, that's a good one. You're yeah, a genius. That's, First one. Yeah, that's a good one. We also have a pair of tickets to the game to give away, which is real cool because then you get to go to the other stuff too. Match game is not on my rundown, by the way. I know so we forgot to, about it. You have to find a way to, to we'll, fit it. In. We'll we'll uh, we'll throw it in somewhere. Uh. One fifteen looks like a good time. We'll replace Phil Jordan's hard work, Filler Palooza, with a match game. He can come in and play with us. Final one though, wouldn't like let's have him match us. We'll have him be the match. Well, why won't we do one next week? ACC tournament. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, the last one we're all going to be in the same studio. Gotcha. Last gotcha. one of the year. Yeah. For the season. You know what? Uh, you know what was the last one of the year last night, Steve? Jim Beheim show. Yes. Uh. Big, big uh, news at the end. Very, uh, like, Gomez signing off. You want to hear it? Have you heard it yet? I saw it on social media, yes. All right, everybody, thanks again. KeySportsTalk.com. See you back here next year, right, Coach? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, see you. Thanks. What do you make of that? Is that a, I'll be back here doing the show? or uh... What was he supposed to say? <laughs> I mean, it was a cute little end, but no. But like he could say, "We'll see." We'll like see. that would have been fun. That would have been a fun cliffhanger. I he mean, said, I'll... "Absolutely." Yeah, and we with a laugh. I mean, it. No, I don't read into anything. I don't read into it at all. He's coming back. 
I mean, I think so too, but I don't read into that response. I mean, running out of time on a show, what was he supposed to say? Actually, Gomez. <laughs> no, but like, I feel like if he was going to drop it to someone, he would do it to Gomez. That, that could be. I, I feel like that would be his, that would be a way for him to do it. Hey, Gomez, yeah, it was fun doing this for all this time, but I'm out. <laughs> and he throws his headset down and walks out. Are people actually reading into that? Yes, yes. People are nasty. I was like reading the comments underneath it. <laughs> just Yeah, it, it was like the end of... It, Jim Beheim just ended an episode of Batman from the 60s with us. Like, absolutely. And you're like, is Jim Beheim being serious? Tune in next year to find out. I could see that. There's some truth to that. Yeah. But it was it was fun, you know. It, was, it just people are nasty, man. Like I don't get it, Steve. I wasn't going to do this today, but now, like I was just reading the comments. Like, what did Jim Beheim do to this fan? Like a certain portion of this fan base to make them that way. Like one of the comments under it was, "I hope they don't win another game. Like they don't win a game next year." Like, what on earth did he do to you? To make you want your favorite team to suck that bad next year. Like, I don't get it. I, I mean, I honestly don't either. I don't. I didn't understand it's, it. It's gross. I didn't understand it last year uh, when Jimmy and Buddy were here. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. But there, there are, yeah. I mean, obviously, there are people that... If someone's got an answer for me that, of why you're that angry... I would love to hear from you. 315-437-7644. Cuz I would like someone to explain it to me. Like I especially over a sport. Would you ever wish the bill like if you didn't like the head coach of the Bills, would you want him to go oh and 17 or 16 army games they're playing now? Just to prove a point that you stink. No. No. I would not want that. Yeah, it's the equivalent of the end of Marv Levy's career, right? Like, you just, I hate Marv Levy. Like, why, <laughs> why, where would that come from? Right. I don't get it. Like, I understand not wanting him here next year. 100% understand it, but I would not want it. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't be angry about it. Like, I get it. Maybe it's time for Jim to sit, step down. That That's an okay attitude to have. Maybe the game has passed him by. Okay, okay, I get that. It's just... The anger. And you know what else has gotten to me, Steve? The term rock bottom. Rock bottom. Do you know what that is? It's not a finishing move for the rock, Steve. Rock bottom is rock bottom. Can't get worse. Yeah. Um, Syracuse is, it can't get worse than how it's going right now. The past four games for Syracuse, I don't think. But 16 and 16 is the worst case scenario. That is not rock bottom. I'm going to stay calm today, Steve. I don't know if you can tell that. 500 is not rock bottom. It's not. Ask somebody who's hit rock bottom in anything. You'll know when you're at rock bottom. You're spoiled. You've got it pretty good if you think this is like the worst it can get for Syracuse basketball or anything in life. That was well said, Paulie. Right? Like, you're, you're... 500 isn't rock bottom, guys. 
If they hit rock bottom, Jim Beheim will be out. No questions asked. Was Greg Robinson uh, rock bottom? That was absolutely rock bottom. And that started year one. Let me ask you one more question, Steve. Okay. This is another thing that popped into my head. Maybe someone will answer this for me if they've got the uh, the onions, if you know what I mean. 315-437-7644. Maybe you could call and answer me this. If the brand new head coach had come in and had the two years we've had in a row at Syracuse as the brand new head coach, would you want him out? Would you be calling for the new head coach to leave if he had a one game under 500 season in a 500 season? Would that be enough to make you angry? Hmm. That's interesting. Because I, I hope not. I hope you don't treat the new coach this way either, whoever it is. I hope you wouldn't. But is it, you know? Is it after these two years? Like you're saying? Like yeah. Well, even yeah. Even if the coach comes in after these two years and has the and goes, identical yeah. years, would you be mad? Well, because it's not. It's not like the old days where you have to get your own guys in because you got the transfer portal. My, my guess is again. That's why I wanted to clarify. If you're talking about coming off of these two years, because my guess is most fans, or at least the fans we hear from on this show, will say, well. The, the new coach was wasn't set up for success because this is this is a byproduct. That's of, not an excuse anymore. No, I know, but I'm just saying that's that's what you're going to hear. Is Back, it's it's his it, it was his fault for how he left the program. It's not this new guy's fault for going 500. But back then, you couldn't get a guy to come play for you in a year. Right. I'm just saying. I think that that would be the answer that we would hear the most is well, it's it's not the new guy's fault. It's it's a byproduct of of how he left it. Why is this lunacy? It's a legitimate question. Is this acceptable for any other coach? Would you be mad? Here's a here's a better question. Would you be mad if in the if the new coach comes in and in ten years gets you to two Final Fours and two Sweet Sixteens and doesn't make the tournament four years? Would you be mad at that? Is that a better question? And then he goes two years. Say you had an identical 10-year stretch with the brand-new head coach in Jim Beheim. Would you want the new coach out after 10 years? Is that a better way to word it? These are good questions, Paulie. Like, I get where, where you could be like, you know what? We we can be better. This team, you know, they, they should be back to where they were at the late 80s. Mid nineties, let's go. If that's you know, okay. But would you be upset ten years into the new coach, whoever it is, if you had if he had the same ten years to end the Jim Beheim era? You can ask Notre Dame about that. Mike Bray probably should have gone. No, but I'm saying if he if he had been to a couple of Final Fours, yeah, yeah, probably changes how this ended. Mike Bray is a great coach, great coach. He's been to two Elite Eights in his tenure at Notre Dame. That's it. That's what he's got to ride into the sunset. 
Yeah, it's, it's probably a different uh, a different end to that story for Mike Bray if he had gone to a couple of Final Fours, even maybe just one Final Four in the last 10 years. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Jeff at Bowlinsville going to kick us off on the show today. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Steve. Hey, Paulie. Hey. Uh, for Paulie, so the reason, you know, all the vitriol and the comments, I think, is because Jim Beheim is not a very – he's never really been that nice of a guy. You know, the way he treats his players – the way he is in press conferences, we've all watched this year, you know, year after year. Well, I'm sure you know him me, better than me, I do, but, it, but it's, it's you, obvious. Jeff, Jeff it's obvious. You, the way he treats his players, if you look at his players, if you talk to his players, I'm sure some of them hate him, but most of them right. would go to war with that for that guy still. Yeah, I just think that's why that's why you get the mean comments, because people don't like him personally. So then when the, you know, the program starts to go down like this, they want to get rid of him and and they're not going to be nice about it. That's all. All right. I, I don't think Jeff's wrong. I mean, it, it, this, I know, is, like, this is this is what you said the other day, we, right? We were talking about this when the when he went back and forth with the student. You said if they're in the top twenty-five, it's there's our Jimmy. Yeah. But they're not, and so it's that's unacceptable. That's bullying, and I think I think that's kind of what Jeff was speaking to there. Yeah. The other thing is, you know how I say you got to look at the whole package. He's mean to his players and mean to the press. Look at what he's done for this community. Like, there should be no anger at this guy for what he's done for this community at all. Yeah. No, uh, like, I get, I understand the, hey, you know what? It may be time to move on. This isn't fun. We're not running and gunning and winning 25 games. Okay, that's an okay argument to have. But to be mad about this guy, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I mean, every, you, you mentioned everything's done for the community, not just putting Syracuse on the map nationally, um, but everything he's done with his foundation. And it, uh, I, I'm with you. Like, if you don't want him coaching, I, I get it. If you yeah. want to move on, but I, I like, I look. I, we have this conversation with Joe Girard too, right? Like, why, why are people so angry at Joe Girard? Yeah. Like, where, where does the anger? Like, what has Joe Girard done to you? What has Jim Beheim done to you? Um, and why, like, why is what something that's supposed to be an outlet for you get you so mad? Yeah, it is interesting. I don't quite understand it, but uh, I mean, I, I think, yeah, you know, I think Jeff is going back to what we were talking about with with that one press conference. Is that you know, if if everything is good and they're winning games, everybody's fine with. It. But if they're not winning games, then that's when the anger comes out. All right, you want to go to uh, John in Syracuse? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, John in Syracuse up next. Hey, John. Hello, man. How are you today? All right, how about you? Uh, we're like 21 days away from baseball. It's beautiful. Oh, you ain't kidding. It's good to be a Padres fan. Eh, well, yeah, until the next steroid issue. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it didn't take long for the fan base to turn on Scott Schaefer either, and he was a pretty beautiful human being. So it isn't just Jim. We uh, we show 0.00 patience in this town for some reason. I mean, look what happened to lacrosse, and, you know, we went from perennial, and now we can't get a coach that's worth anything. Everyone thinks. It's just something about this city. Uh I, maybe is, is it the you know Jordan said something and he may be right because we're gonna do the uh, the supplement bracket. Steve, is it a lack of vitamin D in this town? <laughs> like they get you, they get you upset two years in a row out of the. I'm gonna I'm reading the comments under Coach Beheim saying the word absolutely last night. 
All right. Two years in a row out of this turn out of the tourney unacceptable. If they don't make the tire make it next year, he should be fired, even though he won't. Team hasn't been relevant in years. Not much further you can drive the program into the ground anyway. Hasn't been relevant. They they're they're if someone's gonna say, well, it's because they're playing Duke. You don't get the six o'clock spot on Saturday on ESPN if you're irrelevant. Let's get one more phone call. Hold on, I'm segment. not done here. Okay. More comments. Well, I'm out. What's he gonna do? Coach till he's dead or skull emoji? Please don't come back. Time to hang it up, Jim. That's okay. That's an okay one. I'll accept that one. That's okay. Disgusted face emoji. Yikes. Next year is going to be an absolute nightmare. Hell no. Capital hell no. I'm not as good at this as Steve is, or as uh, Brent Axe is. You leave now, or you never leave. Uh, does he realize? <laughs> does he realize he's got about 10, 15 years max left to live? Go enjoy it. It's never going to end. Spaz out emoji. Gross. He needs to go. He can't coach anymore. Thank you. Tom and Clay up next on the show. Hey, Tom. Paulie, I thought you were going to be in a good mood today. I, I'm in a great mood. I am in a great mood. I get to go watch the national championship game with the national championship team. All right, so I have two questions for you, Polly, since you're asking questions. And okay. I'm a season ticket holder. Okay. First question, first question is, would you pay, I'm just throwing a number out there because my tickets cost more than this, a thousand bucks for two tickets for this team to watch for season tickets next year? Uh, yes, I would because... I know that the product can be better. Like the you're you gotta look at like you gotta look at the whole picture. Like this isn't good right now. I'm not I'm not sugarcoating that, but you know the if I'm betting money on a Syracuse basketball team going out and being better than it is this year, yeah, I would bet the money. No, so would you pay for those seats though? Would you pay to be a season ticket holder? Yes, I would. Okay. I, Second question is, you're you're always saying, and I'm not trying to be confrontational, but you say the game has not passed him by. Uh-huh. Can the game, in your eyes, ever pass him by? No. No, because the game hasn't changed. It, that'd be like saying, you know. Oh, the game has changed. You're but, crazy. With the, the NIL, the recruiting, the, the game itself, it has changed. But everybody's that, dealing, that's where, everybody's that's dealing where with it. That's where you're myopic saying it's not changed. The game has changed. Yeah, but everybody's it's it's new to everybody, not just Jim Beheim, like the NIL. So the game. So if you're saying the game can never pass him by, the actual X's and O's of basketball are not going to pass Jim Beheim by. I'm sorry. Okay. No. If you want to say but that, there's more to, but, but no, no, I have and I have said that. I said that yesterday on this show. Is it maybe the fact that he can't relate to college kids anymore? That may be the problem. Yeah, I get that, but the game hasn't passed him by. Oh, I, I, I see. I, I, I don't know if it's passed him by, but the fact you say it can never pass him by is is as crazy as a comment as, a, as other people are making because the game can pass you by. 
I've got a doctor. Things change. My heart condition changes. Things change in that. You can't just say the game never changes because it does change. Whether it's whether it's the positioning of the zone, the people shooting three pointers, the use of big men, the game does change. And if you say it can never pass it by, then I almost think that's on you to say that because the game, every game, every sport changes. Do you Football's not. Do you think do you, do you think Jim Beheim doesn't spend every waking minute of his life worrying about basketball? Like besides his I'm kids, I'm not saying the game has passed him by, but if you say the game can never pass him by, that's where I think the issue is because no. everything the game passes what do you, everybody. What do you, like, just say, give me a hypothetical of what you do for a living. If you work every been, day, if you work every day at your job. Yep. Do you think your job could pass you by if you were there every Absolutely. day? Do you do? A- absolutely. I, well, then you're not absolutely. good at your job. I don't. No, I'm very good at it. I don't I'm in get sales, that. I'm very good, but 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 techniques change. The way I treat customers. Yeah, but changes. you don't think you don't think coaches study how they change and and uh, adapt to to these thing, things. I, on your Thursday conversation with him three weeks ago, you said he's about the rule four. He says. I've been doing this. This is a quote. I've been doing this 49 years. I'm not changing. That is that is the game passing you by. Whether it's the X or the O's, that is passing you by because you can't treat people the same you were. You can't treat. You can't be the same you were 49 years ago. And if he says that's the way I do it, then it's passing him by because things change. That's a direct quote from him. That it's that when he talked about the reporter. I'm. I'm not saying it's passed him by. I don't care if he's back next year or not. I'm going to buy my season tickets. I'm going to enjoy my games for my game. But if you say the game can't pass, do you think you do radio the same way you did 20 years ago? Yeah, I do. And I have a dad, like, and I work in radio, and the, the, the radio won't pass me by. But you just said you adapted. You yeah, you don't, you, Jim Beheim has, adapted. You, you don't think Jim Beheim's adapted at all? You, I don't know that. And, and I don't think you know that either. You don't know the ins and outs. I know the success isn't there, so maybe he's not adapting quick enough. All right. I, I don't know. I don't think the job's going to pass him by. I don't think radio's going to pass me by. I don't think sales is going to pass you by. I don't think Steve's going to pass you by. You're either good at your job or you're not. He's he's the same coach he You know, Clay McKnight said something to me Uh he reminded me of a quote Jim Beheim said immediately after he won the national championship. He said, I hate to break this to you guys, but I'm the same head coach I was before I won the national championship. I'm not any better. I'm not any worse. I'm the same head coach. He just has that on his resume now. You yeah. can point to that. Yeah, we got to take a break. We do. We're we're up against the clock. Uh, we'll get to more of your phone calls next on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 at 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation. Stan and to deliver from Adam Ant on Adam Ant Day. Everybody's favorite day. Best singing insect ever. No, that's not true. We've already done that. The Beatles. Beatles were better yeah. than him. Correct. Yes. All right. Uh, more we're, phone calls. We've only got time for two calls, guys. These got to be real quick because we got a guest coming up. I'm not going to argue with you. Tim and Eastwood. Tim. Up next. Let's hey, go. Tim. Hey, guys. 
Here's a way where I think the game is passed. I mean, I love Coach Beheim, but I think a simple way that the game is passed him by is he still insists on playing a one, a two, a three, a four, and a five. Okay? Look at the lineups for the other teams. They play three guards, four guards, and a forward. They mix that up. They don't have to pigeonhole guys to the five the five traditional positions. He hasn't adopted to to the, basically the Steph Curry area where they're not playing in the five traditional positions. It's three or four guards and a forward. Jay Wright won two national championships playing that way. He played three or four guards at a time and there and one or two forwards that can rebound and maybe step out and shoot. That's why I think the game has passed him by. All right, Tim. Um, you know, some of the the traditional positioning that you're talking about, that's due to the zone because you want a shot blocker in the middle of the zone. Um, And we did see them go three guards for the second half of the game the other night when they went man-to-man. I think some of that goes back to the zone. Um, All right, we've got to get – let's get one more quick phone call in here, and then we're going to get to our first guest, uh, Dave in Syracuse, uh, up next. Hey, Dave. Hi. Um, Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we got you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, number one, I never did like uh, Jim Beheim's way of dealing with the local media. I think that's pr- pretty much established. And the, the idea that if he was on national TV, he could melt butter on his tongue. But um, I think this guy has done so much with, li- with less than many other coaches have done, like Duke, uh, North Carolina, Kentucky. I mean, they're always... Always getting the the uh, the shoe in the NBA prospects. So he's what he's accomplished has been done with less. And the other thing I'd like to say is that I find it kind of disgusting the way people can just <laughs> just knock somebody down at, at their. I mean, it's his low point too. And uh, I'm sure he doesn't want this to be happening. But I wish people would just give him a break. And, uh, you know, if he wants to go, he can, he can go. But, uh, and, and the other thing is, the only, what passed him by is the use of the zone. These college kids today can shoot a three coming off the bus, as they say. You just can't get out far enough. You, and there's so much ground to cover, which some of the players had spoken about uh, in, the, in the last couple of days. So that's all I wanted to say. All right, Dave. Appreciate you checking in. It's easy to kick people when they're down. And that's that's the social media era we live in today. I, I will say this. He brings up a point that I, I do think you know makes sense to us. I'm not sure it makes sense to everybody. Nobody is more upset about this than him. The right. players may be well, as close. The players, yeah. are they're all yeah. in it together. Yeah. The team, right? Yeah. The assistants, the head coach, the players. No one is more invested in trying to make Syracuse basketball good yeah. than them. You're so right. I understand the, the fans are frustrated and upset, but it's no one is more upset and frustrated than the people who are doing it every day. And the kids who are putting in the work, the players, and the coaches who are putting in the work every day, and the man who built the program for the last 47 years. So, I understand people are are frustrated, but no one's more frustrated than them. And, and there's one more argument to the the game has passed him by argument is. Did you see the article yesterday? Mike Waters wrote about the the yeah. recruit coming in who said it wasn't the NIL deal. He said it was 
after sitting down with Coach Griff and in Coach Beheim's office, I want to play for those guys. Like, so, all right, let's take a break. All right, we can get back to this, uh, but we've got Griffin Cook coming up next. We're going to talk lacrosse on the other side. Back after this on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. I don't know why I picked this one now. It's his biggest song, but Goody Two-Shoes, our, our resident Goody Two-Shoes. Don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? Jordan has joined us for the match game. Special celebrity version of the match game. Jordan. That's a big get. I don't know who booked him, but wow, what a huge get for our special celebrity match game edition. It's like Tic Tac. What was the what was the one when they, all the squares with all the famous people? Hollywood squares. Hollywood squares. Yes, except yeah, this this is Hollywood squares with the amount of star power in here today. All right, Jordan, that was Just, quite the introduction. What do you have for us? Are I we have start, it. start the music. Paulie uh, won't let me lead the match game. Oh, he like how you had I your phone it. out. I thought you were gonna. No, he he made, the he did make questions, but he has he has like ones that require math and double blanks in them. Does double blank that difficult to work around? Yes. You stink. Mine are better. Blank, blank, giddy, blank, blank. Mine are better. All right, here we go. The leading question. Hope you guys have been doing your homework because this is the one that we start everyone with. Blank will be the leading scorer for Syracuse University against Wake Forest. Senior day in the Dome, Joe Girard. Senior day usually tends to bring out the worst in players. Some. Some struggle. I think I think Joe's gonna have a good game. Judah Mintz. Yeah, Judah Mintz is gonna have twenty-two. I had Judah last game. He, Five or so assists. He cast for me. It'll be Judah. How much you win? Nothing. Some never right. Jesse will grab blank amount of rebounds. Eleven. I didn't answer it. Oh yeah, I did. Uh fourteen. Give me 12. I'm going to go right in the middle. We're doing this wrong. We're supposed to have him say his answer, and then we're supposed to say if he matched us or not. Okay. So this, this. Wait. Okay. That's your favorite part. Continue. Of the five players who start this game, blank will be back next year. <laughs> Man, we can spend a whole segment on this. Okay. 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 St- you tell us, and we'll tell you if we match. What? You say your answer, and you try and we. You tell. We'll tell you if it match. So, what do you got? Do we know who's going to be starting? Yes, it'll be the same one it's been for the past two games. I'm guessing. Okay, I'm going to hit you with a hot take, Benny Williams. He'll be the only He's one the only back. One? The only one. I said, said name, name all the. Uh, no, I didn't say name anybody. I said oh. of the oh, players said- who start. Blank many will be oh, back. So you need a number. Got it. I thought you wanted names. That's not what he said. Uh, yeah. Four. That's not well, what he blank said. Mine will be back. Of the five players who start this game, Blank will be back. It's a number. You can't go three different names. Look Look right here. Mine actually made sense. They were really good. Uh, this I'll this say, is a great question. I, I'll say three. I'll say four. Can we? Can we talk more about who they are? Sure. Who's the one that's not? Joe Girard. <laughs> um, 
I don't think Jesse will be back next year. I agree. Do you think everybody else is coming back? Yeah. Including Benny? Yeah. Okay. My mood towards Benny has changed. Benny gets it, I think. You know, it's like, we all like see this thing about him. He, get, I think Benny is like old school, got it in him. Does that make sense? Like, I came to Syracuse to be the best player I could be. I haven't performed. It's time, you know, I want to buck up and I want to show to these people that I can do it here. That's what I'm buying. Even after he just didn't show up for a game. He he started the last two no, games. No, I know. Steve, that was ages Come on, ago. I, Are you okay. kidding? The world was a different place then. Maybe Eggs that's what he needed. Cheaper. Maybe that's what he needed. He's been great since. Active, scoring. I think he'll be back. All right. Jesse's the only one because we, we don't see eye to eye. I, think, I, I would be surprised. Just this is my personal opinion. I would be surprised if he's back, even though he's worked his way. Yes, like he has shown. Like of all the people who have shown you that if you just put in the work and you work at your craft, Jim Bam's gonna. Did you think he would be starting again at this point? No, but I, I'm. Did not, you think he would be playing more than eight minutes in a game? I'm not sure. How much it has to do with him? I, I think there's. I mean, how do I say this? There's a there's a starter who's not starting anymore, who hasn't who hasn't played anymore. Something's going on with that situation. He's gone. I, right. I think. And in my opinion on that's completely changed. Right. So we thought. Yeah. I I don't know. I the whole missing the game indicates to me that I I I don't expect him back. All right, I I think he will be. Uh, I will. I think he'll be back. Q Q's girl says an audition for the team in the port. Like, why would you just all of a sudden start playing good as an audition for another team? If you if you were that good, you would be doing it from the beginning. Well, you think he was if, sandbagging? No, I think if you're gonna play though, you you want to play well regardless whether you're auditioning or not. You just. Take some pride in what you do. I think he's okay. Okay. I hope I'm wrong, but I... He, I, I think he'll be back. Jesse will be the tough one because he, of all the players besides Judah, could make more money next year somewhere else, like playing ball overseas. It's difficult to get a work visa and get through yeah. all this NIL right. stuff, so yeah. I think it'll be difficult for him. Okay. I do agree with you on that. All right. Uh, Joe Girard will score blank points. Jordan? 18. I thought 11. All right, I got him right at 20. I got him leading the way, so 20. Uh, all right. Chris Bell will play blank minutes. I'm saying my answer into the microphone through the number I'm choosing. That could only mean one thing. It's an O. He's not playing. He's not playing. If he hasn't played the last two games, Paul, I, I don't believe what I just. I don't I shut believe it off early. what I just oh, saw. We have a match. If, he, if we haven't seen him the last two games, three, I don't know. I don't know why we would see him. It's tomorrow. a three-way match of zero. Yeah. That's a perfect match. Benny Williams will score blank points. Twelve. How many minutes? Why is he do you playing? look so angry that I'm asking you these questions? <laughs> no comment. He liked his questions. No, Mike, my, my, I didn't like them, but they were better. Gotcha. They are better still. That's okay. Uh, I wish I knew how many minutes he was going to play. All right, you want me to ask you one of Jordan's questions? 
John Bullajock will play for blank school next year. And that's you worded it to make me sound dumb. John Bullajock will blank next season. For the love we'll play of for God, blank. dude, John, read the question John, I typed it. Joel, John Bullajock will play for blank next season. He will play for a school that is uh, OCC. He will play for a. He's going to play for a Division One school that is close to home in Philadelphia. So Villanova, LaSalle, maybe. I didn't say Villanova, LaSalle. I mean, there's there's other. Drexel. Oh, get, get John Drexel. Bullen. You think he can play Drexel. at a school? Drexel would work. That would work. Give him Drexel. Drexel would work. Okay. Give me one more look at me. I'm the captain now. There will be blank fans announced for tomorrow's game at the Dome. 26. 242. <laughs> Match that. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's what I have. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's about right. 26 think, is good. I think, All jokes I, aside. I think that's about right. It's sad, but it's probably what it'll be. And it's funny to say that 26,000 people would be disappointing. But there should be 30,000 there to root on the team. You want me to ask one more of his? Depends which one it is. Joe Girard will have blank points on blank shots. So we'll just ask how many shots will Joe Girard take? I, this is a common question I ask. Uh, he will have 20 points on 16 shots. You said Joe Girard, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to take 24 shots. 24. We went over this the other day. He, he's only taken more I, than 22 once this year against Richmond. You're not he, listening to me, Steve. I say the the only way this team's going to win is if Joe Girard takes more than 20 shots a game. Give me, a, give me 18 points on 13 shots, two three-pointers. Okay. I think we're done for the match game. Okay. <laughs> what was that? I was looking at Jordan's questions. We t we touched on pretty much everything. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure we didn't leave something out. All right. Let's hit a timeout. John Ryan will join us next. We'll get his best bets heading into the weekend. Back after this on ESPN Radio.